When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Bob Nation. Let's go. Happy Tears Day. Happy Tears Day to everyone who celebrates. DMVR Buffs Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. How you doing, man? I am pretty good. I'm doing Why the pretty hesitation? good. I don't know. Like I'm already in multiple meetings deep into the day. Yeah. I'm just not a meetings guy. Yeah. I struggle with them. I got about an... Uh, 58 minutes of meetings per day in me after that i'm i start to lose interest precisely 58 yeah because like i was about to say an hour and i'm like no the end of those i'm out <laughs> only one minute then right two okay yeah it's like remember in class when you used to start packing up your things when there's like two minutes oh, left definitely. in class that's me my teachers always used to hate that shit we'd get yelled at all the time you're missing leads for this too i am for all these meetings i am it's pretty loud down there it is pretty loud Huh? Oh, oh, you got him? Okay. Thank no, you, Marissa. All right. It's Tuesday. We're ranking Big 12 head coaches, all 16 of them. Um, Coach Prime included, of course. Do you want to pull it up, Marissa? Marissa, why can't we see the, our chat? Uh, Go to all comments. There, there we go. go. What's up, There's guys? There's our people. There's our people. What's up? What's up? We have Marissa standing in for Alyssa. Marissa, not to be confused with Alyssa. Alyssa, not to be confused <laughs> with Allie. It's pretty complicated for... I saw some... Alyssa got called Allie again yesterday in the comments. I don't yeah, know if you no, saw I that. saw that. I saw that. I did. All right. Uh, let's start it off then. These... Uh, they kind of shifted out of the order I uploaded them in. They were supposed to be in alphabetical order by the teams. Um, but the first guy... I, Brett Brennan, Arizona head coach. Yeah. So uh, this guy won 2020 Mountain West Coach of the Year at San Jose State. He's got Mickey Mouse Coach of the Year. <laughs> 82 games coached. I'm just saying, COVID year. <laughs> that like, is true. Carl Durrell, I'm pretty sure, won Pac-12 Coach That's of the fair. Year. That's very, very fair. Uh, he's coached in 82 career games, all at San Jose State. 34 and 48 record has gone to three bowl games, lost them all. Had uh, in 2020, that year when he won coach of the year, San Jose State went seven and one, finished 19th or highest ranking was 19th in the AP poll. Okay. By the uh, way, I'm not a Chelsea fan. I'm a Leeds fan. <laughs> I don't know how that got going in the chat. Um, Got to be too early to tell, right? Yeah, Jake, you know, didn't want to put put a stamp on anything. He wanted to have a safe route <laughs> on the way out for Brett Brennan. Well, where would you rank him then? 
Um, I would put him in the C tier. Okay. Sorry about it. I, but I, we we created too early to tell, so we're putting him in too early to tell. For sure. I mean, there's there's other coaches that could fit into it to tell. Okay. Like the next one. Uh, or, well, what's supposed to be the next one before it all got shifted on me. That looks like Sonny Dykes right there, though. Okay. Uh, Sonny Dykes. Been coaching for quite a while. 14 years. Three years at Louisiana Tech. Four years at Cal. Five years at SMU. This will be his third year at TCU. 161 games. Overall record 89 and 72. The name makes you want to say he's like A tier because you just heard him forever. Won a lot of Coach of the Year awards in 22 when they went to the Natty. And that was an, a magical season. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that season is enough to, to build him up? Because his record definitely tells you he's a B tier coach. So going through, I mean. But record isn't everything. Right. He's gone to five bowl games. I guess six bowl games if you count if you count the two bowl games in twenty two when they went to the Rose Bowl and then the Natty. He's two and four in those games. Um, he, of, I mean, TCU was ranked number two that year. That's his highest ranking he's got. But he's had he had Louisiana Tech in the top twenty five his last year in twenty twelve. Uh, Cal at one point in twenty fifteen was in the top twenty. SMU was in the top twenty five his last three years. Um, Garrett Riley was his offensive coordinator there. They went, followed him to TCU and now he's off to Arkansas. Okay. I think. Um, but yeah, this guy's a, he's a tough one, man, a national championship appearance and a playoff win in the last, you know, uh, two years Mm -hmm. tells me that he's probably got to be a tier. I mean, he's. We talk about it, especially with this team, with this Colorado team, how there's years in college football. You have these build-up years. That yeah. was – 22 was a build-up year for TCU. Tons and they of NFL capitalized talent. on it. it was, beat Michigan. Yep. I mean, um, went undefeated, I think, in the regular season too. Yep. So, But, I mean, you look at the body of work, though. I mean, he's got some – he's rebuilt these programs, but it seems like he's just uh, one of those coaches that capitalizes on the year. You know what I mean? It's not like he's a consistent – Year in, year out, you have to deal with him. Yeah, I think he had like a really good year at Cal with Jared Goff, maybe. Um, Eight and five, yeah. So, I mean, I think you could make the case for why he's B, but because of the recent success, if that one really great season was like five years ago, I'd probably make the case for B, but because it was recent um, and he hasn't really had a chance to pay the dividends off of that yet. You know, obviously last year's team was decimated compared to the team that went to the national championship. So we'll see. But I think he's earned the right to be uh, in the A tier with recent success. That's fair. Um, Coach Prime's the next one on the list. We're going to save him uh, for the second half when we do this. So the next guy is going to be Dave Aranda, head coach at Baylor. Been there the last four years. Had a great year in 2021. They went 12-2. and Um, finished fifth in the AP poll, went on to win the Sugar Bowl that year. They had some NFL players on that squad. Uh, Who'd they beat in that Sugar Bowl? Uh, They beat Ole Miss. Mm. Um, Trying to see who's on that team. Gary Bohannon was the quarterback. Uh, Jalen Petrie, if if you remember him, the safety, he was, I think, their highest drafted player. But 23-25 and in four years at Baylor, 3-9 and last year. 
I mean, Baylor's just, it feels like a hard job. I mean, they were rolling a bit under rule and stuff, but. So one of the things that I look at with these coaches is where is the trajectory going from where they got there? Mm -hmm. It's very clearly going the wrong way. I mean, it's 2021's an anomaly year for them because they went two and seven that COVID year, his first season, mm -hmm. had the great year, 12 and two, then six and seven two years ago, three and nine last year. But what about before that with Rule? Oh, with Rule? Um, I'll have to pull this up. But I mean, he had them rolling. He, yeah. He was hired from the Panthers from Baylor, right? And so my point is a lot of times you can, yes, a lot of, a lot of times you can inherit what you had before that was better because someone got taken away for a bigger and better job and go the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm seeing here. Whereas like some coaches come in, it's a full rebuild uh, and you've got to take it from the bottom back up. Like Brett Brennan, if we look back three years from now and he's what, 25 and 23 or whatever you just said, yeah. we're going to be saying uh, he's probably on his way out. He's going to get fired sure. soon. Um, so for me, this is uh, he's in the C tier. Okay. Uh, to answer your question. Oh, wait, do we have a D tier? No. We no, don't. we can make one. No. No, C tier is fine. Okay. Um, to answer your question, after our, you know, Art Browse really had them rolling, after all that went down, they had a one and done with uh, Jim Grove, went seven and six. Matt Rule came in. They were terrible, one and 11. Two years after that, they went to 11 and three, and then Aranda came in. So they're kind of just. So what? So. Rule had a really bad first season. Second season? Second season, 7-6. and six, Won and the Texas Bowl. Third season, 11-3. and three. Third season, 11-3. Lost the Sugar Bowl. So it's like the arc was like this. Up, level, mm -hmm. down. Yep. Very up and down for them. Yeah. Um, Who's next on this list? Oh, Jesus. You got a, don't you have it on your I, I do. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Gus Malzahn. Mm, this is an interesting Gus one. Gus Malzahn. Um, I mean, this guy, 2013 coach of the year, lost in that uh, BCS title game in 2013 to Florida State. Um, he won a ton of coach of the year awards that year in 2013. He's got a three and seven bowl record, has been to multiple New Year's six bowls, 155 games coached, 101 and 54 at UCF the last three seasons, nine and four, nine and five, six and seven, one and two or yeah, one and two in bowls in that time. How much do you rank? How much does his past success rank into this? Like going to a national title game, how much is that worth? I think it factors in a good okay. amount because even when he was fired from Auburn, like Auburn just, I feel like they had their moment a bit in the mid 2010s and he kind of got the most out of it. I mean, they were a really good team. Um, the years before he got fired, so starting in 2017, they went 10 and 4. That's when uh, UCF beat them and were declared national championships or I, champions. They're themselves. saying in the chat that we put Sunny, we put Lance Leopold uh, in place of Sunny Dykes. Is that right? Oh, see, man, this fucking thing. <laughs> you should have just had it up there. The I do time. have it up here. Okay, so <laughs> a tier coach Marissa put him back in the poll. Okay, the coach on the very right in the purple, that's Sonny Dykes. Yeah, put him in A tier. Okay, All right, thank there you. we go. Thank you. Good fix, uh, chat. Appreciate you, chat. Um, who are we on again? Oh, Gus, Gus Malzahn. Malzahn. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, to answer your question, I think it factors in. 
All right, you're a Gus guy, so I'm going to let you uh, say your ranking first here. Well, I mean, six and seven last year does feel a little bit of an anomaly because he had won nine games the previous two years. I'm still going to go A, I think. I mm. think he can recruit with the best of them. He's been recruiting UCF pretty well, um, and they've been working the portal. And he's just, in my mind, he's a proven coach at this level. Okay. I think I would have gone B, but I'm fine with leaving him an A for right now. Um, the reason why... So so I'm spending this whole ranking as... Would the coaches... Would the teams... How am I going to explain this? Would the coaches in the tiers above the other coaches replace them at their own school? Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so we haven't gotten there yet, I don't think. Like, l- let me ask you this: If UCF today could trade and take Sonny Dykes as their head coach, would they do it? No. Okay, so then we're we're good. Mm-hmm. We're good, and I, I think you're right. Um, but I think we might have put these guys too high based on the way that I'm thinking this. We can revise. That's fine. Okay, next guy. I'm pretty sure this is Chris Kleeman. Kleeman. There's a lot of purple in the Big Twelve. There is. I guess just TCU and Kansas State, right? I think so. Maybe we just got confused by the blue of Lance Leopold. I'm trying to find Lance Leopold here real quick. Jake's blind. I don't. I can't help, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I uploaded them all. I downloaded them all in order. Uh huh. In the alphabetical order of the teams. Okay. And I uploaded them in that order. Okay. And then I hit publish list, and it just scattered them. Oh, that's So tough. I don't know. Like, I tried, Dude, bro. You pass it over here. Give me this brick <laughs> of a computer you have. <laughs> okay, far left on this is Lance Le- Leopold. Is it? Okay. Leopold. It looks purple, though, does it not? It does look a little purple, but I just went process of elimination. No, wait, no. He's in the black in the middle. Okay, see? Oh, that's got to be climbing, yeah. <laughs> that's got to be climbing. Yes. How do you zoom on this thing? Uh, you Shift give, plus? give it back, bro. Just give it back. Got my workout for the day lifting that thing. That says K-State, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I can see the little wildcat on his okay. sleeve. That's All right. Funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, Chris Kleiman. Been at Kansas State the last five years, 63 games coached, 39 and 24. Has really got it rolling recently, 2022, 10 and 4. Um, they lost to TCU, of course, I think twice that year, um, and including the Big 12 title game. Last year, they went 9 and 4. Uh, they were in Big 12 contention, did not make the title game. They did win the Pop Tarts Bowl, though. He's been to the Sugar Bowl. Two and two in bowl games. Has not won any coaching awards yet. All right. So let's go to the uh, metric that we have here. Mm-hmm. Would um, would K-State take Gus Miles on or Sonny Dykes trade straight up? Mm, I think they might take Gus. I don't know about Sonny. I don't think they would. Really? Yeah, I don't think they would. I mean, they're rolling right now, yeah. so why would you change it? So, A tier? Or would you put him B? I mean, he's won 
Uh, 27 games the last three years. That's pretty damn it's good. Really good. Hey. A tier. Oh, you're right. They did beat TCU in the conference title game. When? 22. TCU didn't win the conference and they went to the college football Bro, playoff? it's... We don't have to get into this today. That should be illegal. It should be illegal. I guess now that we're up to 12, it should be legal again. Retroactively illegal. <laughs> Joey McGuire, Texas Tech. That's probably why they beat Michigan. Because they played really bad. And so Connor Stallion's info on TCU was bad. Wow, you're on to something there. <laughs> uh, Joey McGuire. Another one who... Maybe. Who? Yeah. Do you know what team he coaches? No. Cincinnati. <laughs> no. <laughs> Texas Tech. Okay. The same colors. <laughs> Close enough, I guess. Um, last two years, 15 and 11, 7 and 6 last year, 8 and 5 and 22. Two bowl wins, though. Texas Bowl and Independence Bowl. They played Oregon really tough. Not out of conference game last year, uh, right before they played CU. Yeah, I liked the way they played in that game. I think it's B. Okay. I don't have any quabbles with that one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't think it would be right to put him in C. To me, C is like, you're almost on your way out. Yes, you're yes. on the hot seat going into this. Year. Yes. Maybe that should have been D. We should have skipped C. We can always change it before we post. <laughs> we can it. change it. <laughs> uh, all right. We have one, two, three, four, five. Six coaches ranked. Next guy, Kalani Sataki. Ooh, I'm a big Kalani Sataki guy, but 102 games coached, 61 and 41 record. Last year, five and seven. First year in the Big 12. Mm, I don't. I don't really like giving credit for. <sighs> He's another guy. Best year came in the COVID season, 2020. They 11 and one with Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Okay, uh, let's go to our, our everlasting tiebreaker. <laughs> BYU. Yes. Would they trade straight up for Sonny Dykes, Gus Malzahn, or Chris Kleiman? I think so. I think so, too. Probably probably Malzahn, for sure. Is Kalani Sataki on the hot seat? No. So then B tier? Yes. Uh, not Not him. Blue shirt, blue shirt, blue shirt. There you go. Next guy is you Kenny Dillingham, it? though. All right. After, uh, break after Kenny. Break after Kenny. Uh, three and nine. First year <clears throat> at Arizona State. I mean, fantastic offensive coordinator at Oregon. Um, we liked him when we were going through head coaching <laughs> yeah, we did. stuff two years ago. And it's funny because I kind of thought there would be more of a rivalry here. But Coach Prime likes Kenny, and he Kenny does. likes Coach Prime. Yeah, uh, it's more just uh, PH and X Sun Devils that we don't <laughs> yes, like. Yes, exactly. Um, but I mean, what could I possibly do to justify putting him in the B tier? That's the thing. I think he's almost a too early to tell type of coach too. I mean, ASU was a fucking mess, man. And he, other than Colorado, he really cleaned house the most last year in terms of college football. And they had like 30-some transfers yep. in. Um, they had like five quarterbacks that they played last year. They brought in Rashada. We don't really know what's going on, what he is yet. 
Okay. I, I don't I, think we even know what Arizona State is going into the Big 12 this next year. I mean, it's very clearly either C or too early to tell. Too early to tell would be... Uh... No, we put it in C then. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say it would be kind of a cop-out. No. No, uh, the guy next to Coach Prime. We're going in that order, aren't we? Oh, okay. Well, it's this, it's all Jake's this fault. is not my fault. It's all Jake's I tried fault. my best. I tried my best. The website let me down. Clinton points out that uh, that um, Kenny walked into a bull ban, but it didn't matter. That's they, what I'm saying. Like, they banned themselves from bull games. I mean, AD got fired. Yeah. A uh, lot of shit going on there. Uh, yeah. I like Kenny. Um, but. Yeah. He's okay. only been a head coach. This, you know, this is the only time. Yeah. And he's very, very young. I think that's fair, though. Okay. All right. Shout out to our wonderful friends over at Game Time. They make the ticket buying process super, super easy. And if you are a uh, big time procrastinator like us, they're your best friends when it comes to this stuff. Uh, not just games, events, shows, whatever you have going on in your city. Hit up Game Time to get the last-minute tickets. You sign up with that promo code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, and you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code BUFFS, B-U-F-F-S, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. Also, shout-out to our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery, the best local beers in Colorado. I absolutely love Breck Brews. Um, if I could have a Breck brew right now, it would be the Breck lager. How about you? Mountain beach, mountain beach, always man, man loves mountain beach. Uh, but if you are craving a Breck brew or want to grab some on your way home from work tonight, you can go to the Breck brew locator at breckbrew.com and type in even the type of beer you want, the distance you're willing to drive for it. And they'll show you all the places within that distance, uh, that has, that beer. So check out our friends over at Breck Brew. Go to breckbrew.com and use the Breck Beer Locator. You're doing great, Marissa. <laughs> um, do we want to save Coach Prime for last or do we just rank him now here? Save him for last. All right. So then our next guy is uh, Kyle Whittingham. I mean, not much to really be said. His name kind of stands on its own. Two-time Pac-12 Coach of the Year. Uh, 2008 Mountain West Coach of the Year when they were there in the Mountain West. This guy's gone 11 and six in bowl games. Has coached 241 career games, all at Utah, with a 162 and 79 record. Highest AP poll finish uh, was two in 2008. Every t every coach in the A tier, their team would take Kyle Whittingham. Definitely. So he's S tier. Yep. No, this one's super easy. Uh, Kyle Whittingham, beyond the Big 12, beyond the Pac-12, is one of the best coaches in the country, I think. He's proved it. Um, Utah is an absolute machine now. I mean, he's pretty much everything you want uh, in a coach. He has a very clear identity, and he does an incredible job of recruiting to it. Yep. Uh, and obviously, it's not just him. There's He has a whole staff of people around him, but he gets the credit for it, like, they know who they are, and they lean into it, and they execute the plan to get those players, and they're good every year because of it. He hasn't had a losing season. This is including COVID. 
since 2013, and they went five and seven. Yeah. Yeah, he's really, really good. Yep. I didn't love him when we talked to him at Pac-12 Media Days, um, but he's really, really good. Yep. Seven, ten win seasons. He's kind of done it all. Uh, next guy we've got is this is Lance Leopold. Uh, two-time Matt Coach of the Year when he was at Buffalo. He coached at Buffalo from 2015 to 2020. That was 70 games, went 37-33, and 33, was then hired at Kansas before the 2021 season, went 2-10 and 10 that first year, and then the turnaround started to happen. 2022, they went 6-7. and seven. They won nine games last year. Kansas, the Jayhawks. Yep. Uh, including a bowl win. He's gone 3-2 and two in his career in bowl games, two of those at Kansas, three of those at Buffalo. Uh, even had Buffalo finish in the top 25 in 2020. Yeah, this is a hard one for me. Um, because it's only one good year. He but did, you did have a 10 win season at Buffalo. Yeah, no, I was going to say one good year at Kansas. Uh, but he's shown he can do it in multiple different places. Mm-hmm. Um, These are hard jobs, too. Buffalo and Kansas, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's. Okay, well, let's go back to it. Are the A-tier teams taking him over there, guys? I just think based on how often his name gets brought up when, like, bigger name uh, schools are opened, I think that he's well-deserving of A-tier. Does he belong? Oh, A-tier for sure. Uh-huh. Is that is that where he belongs? I think that's where he belongs. I don't think we can say S tier. No, he hasn't won anything of note yet. Right. If like Kansas is in the Big Twelve title game this year, I think then we can move him up. Yeah. Okay. I think I think he's there, and I actually think he might be a one right now. Definitely. Yeah. Welcome back, Alyssa. Thank we, you, Marissa. We got Alyssa back. You did great, Marissa. You did okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right um so we're saving coach prime for last Alyssa. so we're working from his right uh the guy in the red shirt that is matt campbell a guy who man was one of the hottest names in the coaching carousel i don't know three four five ish years ago yeah hasn't really been brought up since started his career at toledo in 2011 um in those five years, in 50 games, 35 and 15, that got him the Iowa State job in 2016. First year was rough. They went 3-9, and nine, but they've really turned it around since then. 53 and 48 in 101 career games. 4-5, and five, uh, so nine career bowl games, 4-5 and five in those games with an AP high finish of 9 in 2020. Again, the COVID season. Mm, what's the last two years? So last year, 7-6. and six, The year before, 4-8. and eight. But he did lose Brock Purdy. Oh, give me a break. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's That's not like losing like a Heisman winner. Look, man, I'm all about dogging on Brock Purdy. No, I'm not dogging on Brock Purdy. I'm just saying like there, there's a difference between like when you have a quarterback who like carries your program. He carried Iowa State, man. To what? I mean, it's Iowa State. Like they were always like a threat with him. Like he... Played a lot of football at Iowa State. So then you're saying Brock Purdy's the only reason he was good in the first place. I mean, he got him to campus. He recruited him there. Only because Nick Saban said he wasn't good <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's Brock Purdy's like the 
this is going to sound dumb right now, but he was like the quintessential college quarterback. That's like, you can really win with this guy. Like he is the program type of guy. He's obviously proven he's more than that now, but that's what he was for them for a long time. Yeah. I look at him as like a, maybe I'm uh, okay. I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do the, <laughs> do the Brock Purdy thing right now. Um, Brees Hall though. Also Brees Hall. There. Yep. They've had some players. They had an edge. I can't remember his name. Uh, any Uazarike? Yeah. No, not him. <laughs> How's he doing, by the way? Is he on the Suspended team? Suspended for gambling. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I heard the story behind that, too. And my God. What are we doing with Matt Camp? I don't know what to think of him, honestly. Um, He is a shooting star. Wow. It's over, huh? Yeah. We burned out bright right across the sky. So is he on the hot seat? He went seven and six last year, technically a winning season. They did go to a bowl game. They lost. If he goes four and eight this year, is he keeping his job? Ooh. Yes. Oh, okay. I just think he's got so much. Will McDonald was that. Will McDonald. That's who it was. Thank you. Xavier Hutchinson was a good player there too. I am saying B tier at best, but I think I might say like he's just fallen off to the C tier. But if you don't think he's getting fired at four and eight, then I think he can go in B. I just think I just think things could get a lot worse for Iowa State. Well, let me ask you this: ASU trade straight up Kenny for Matt Ooh. Campbell right now? I don't think so. So then he's in the C. All right, put him in the C tier. Uh, you can tell who that is. You don't have to zoom in, right? I can tell who that is. For who sure. is that? It's Mike Gundy. That's Mike Gundy. Um, I mean, he's been at Oklahoma State for forever. This is going to be his 20th season with the Cowboys. 245 career games, 166 and 79 in that time. Oof. Has made 18 bowl games. The Oof. only time he didn't make a bowl game with the Cowboys was his first season in 2005. That's insane. 12 and 6 in those bowl games, too. That's insane. Uh, won in the Texas Bowl last year. Oklahoma State made the Big 12 title game with 10 wins. Um, AP high finish of three in 2011 with Brandon Whedon and Justin Blackman and all those guys. S tier, right? Gotta I'm, be. I'm not a fan of Mike Gundy at all whatsoever, but I have to respect Fair. him. He's S tier. That has to be one of the easy ones. Um, I don't know if he's like Whittingham where you'd say best coach, one of the better coaches in the country, but definitely one of the most consistent. Oh man. Who would trade for the, would either of those teams trade for the other coach? I don't think so. I don't either. Whittingham <coughs> obviously has won big in the PAC 12, but hasn't won anything else. And that's kind of true of Oklahoma state as well. I mean, Utah with Cam Rising a few years ago did go toe to toe with CJ Stroud and Ohio State. They beat them, didn't they? I don't know. But that was in the regular season, was it not? No, it was a Rose Bowl. Oh, okay. They did beat Florida two years ago. Wanna... All right, all right. What's the biggest bowl Gundy's won? Uh, Fiesta Bowl in 2021. Okay. Won an um, Alamo Bowl against the Buffs. I remember that. Yeah, he. I bet you he's won a bunch of Alamo Bowls. He's been in the Alamo Bowl 
at least twice that I see. Okay. Yeah, only twice. He's two and zero. Big Alamo Bowl lost guy. in a Cotton Bowl, lost in a Sugar Bowl, lost in a Cotton Bowl twice. Um, that so no New Year's Six Fiesta Bowl. Oh, Fiesta. So they one. beat Notre Dame thirty-seven to thirty-five in twenty twenty-one. And what about um, Whittingham, New Year's Six? Um, let's see. I mean, the one that comes to the top of my head is uh, that Rose Bowl game. First year, so he was co-coach with Urban Meyer in 2018. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, they won the Sugar Bowl in 2008. Um, he was their coach in 2008? Yep. They went 13-0 that year. No, that was Urban. Mm-mm. The so Alex co- Smith year? No, that was 04, bro. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that was they won that Fiesta Bowl. What's the year they played? I thought they played Alabama in a Sugar Bowl or something. Yep, that's that 2008 game. And that's Whittingham, huh? They won 31 to 17. Wow. Who's the quarterback? Oof. I'm pulling it up. We've got Brian Johnson. BJ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who was on this team? Matt Asiato was on this team. Okay. Um,. I mean, this is a testament to Kyle Whittingham. <laughs> yeah. I don't know any of these names. All right, fair. I think he gets the nod as a uh, Paul as Kruger, the current S one. That's actually really impressive. All right, God, they had to? to have had some dogs on the trenches. Uh, that is Neil Brown. Where does he coach? Going back to the well here, Cincinnati, <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> Neil Brown is the head coach at West Virginia. Uh, he's been coaching head coach since 2015. That was when he started his head coach career. At right, Troy. right, 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 right. right. Uh, that name is just so. It's generic. So generic, it just yeah. doesn't stick. It's creative. See coach. his face now, though. That's like the name of the Patriots coach in one of the Maddens, Neil Brown. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, went to West Virginia in 2019. In that time, man. I mean, he kind of saved Neil his job Brown last year. Kind of sounds like a, someone that like. Your dad would be like, you've never heard Neil Brown on the guitar, bro. (laughs) He was super underappreciated because he wasn't playing in like (laughs) Zeppelin or anything like that. But Neil Brown could shred with the best. Right. Um, Started at West Virginia in 2019. Started from then. Five and seven, six and four, COVID year. Six and seven, five and seven. Saved his job. Nine and four last year. So he's 31 and 29 in five years at West Virginia. He's made six career bowl games. Has gone five and one. Didn't we put a guy who has a two games above 500 record as a head coach in the C tier, Aranda? Uh, I think so. Yeah. You said he saved his job. I mean, you would have had to think if yeah. you've only won five, six, six, five games yeah. in four years. Yeah. It's 22 games. See, it's fair enough. I mean, if he wins five again, is he out? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say he's out. You're gonna let this guy miss a bowl game five out, four out of five years, and stick around? No, he did make a bowl game in 2020 and 2021. Okay, at six wins. Okay, okay, okay. C tier. You want to make a case for B? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, next guy. Uh. Do you know who that is? Gotta be Cincy. Do you know his name? <laughs> no. 
Scott Satterfield. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Scott Satterfield's been around a while. Uh, started his coaching career in 2014 at Appalachian State. He coached there until 2018. That was five seasons. In that time, he went 47 and 16. Went to Louisville in 2019. Coached there until 2022. In that time, went 25 and 24. Before he was hired to replace Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, went three and nine last year. Cincinnati was their first year in the Big Twelve course. He was the 2018 Sun Belt Coach of the Year and the 2019 ACC Coach of the Year. Wow! But three and nine last year. Cincinnati was. Dude, I knew it. Sorry, I got really distracted because you said Satterfield. Yeah. And I was like, the Nuggets used to have a player named Satterfield, and I think he went to Cincinnati, and he did. Wow. Kenny Satterfield out of Cincinnati. Anyway, sorry. We've got uh, Artemis saying Scott's in B tier. Nicholas says Scott's a C tier. Where do you have him? I kind of lean towards not holding last year against him too much, especially after winning Coach of the Year twice in two different conferences. Okay. Um. Was great at Appalachian State, was 500 at Louisville, but they did have one good team. What's his overall record? Overall record in 10 years, 124 games coached, 75 and 49. He's made five career bowl games and four and one in those bowl games. Wow, this is maybe the hardest one. Let's look at um, some of the C-tier coaches. Does ASU trade Kenny Dillingham for him? Mm. See, I don't think so. I think Dillingham's so young that you got to kind of okay. stick it out a few years. Let's choose someone else then. Who else? Dave is Aranda. The I'd probably I'd say Scott Satterfield's a better coach than Dave Aranda. Okay, what, who else is in the C right now? Uh, Matt Campbell, and then I don't think. Uh, okay, Iowa State. Are they trading Matt Campbell? Probably mm-hmm. not, right? Because they've seen the the highs. Oh, look at that! Yeah, look at that ad. <laughs> Just absolutely take over the whole screen. Why don't you? <laughs> I don't know who the, who is the last guy that we have there. That looks like Neil. Oh, that's Neil Brown. I think you take Scott Satterfield over Neil Brown. Think about Neil on that solo on Freebird, though. <laughs> um, You're making someone very angry by saying <laughs> stuff like that, just by the way. <laughs> um. I'll let you. I'm giving you the the call here. Mm, I'm going to throw him in seats here. All right. All right. Last guy before we get to Coach Prime is Willie Fritz. Mm. Willie Fritz has uh, been coaching quite a while, since 2014. This will be his 11th year as a head coach. Started out with Georgia Southern. uh, Won nine games two years each in 2014 and 2015 at Georgia Southern. Was then hired at Tulane. Shout out Sean Camp. Um, Georgia Southern guy. Yep. Tulane in 2016 went four and eight, but then he, I mean, he really turned Tulane around the last two years, 22 and 23. They won 23 games, 23 and four in that time in his career at Tulane, 54 and 47. I mean, he turned it around overall 126 games, coach 72 wins, 54 losses has made five career bowl games. Four and one in those bowl games, including a win in the Cotton Bowl over USC in 2022, when Tulane finished ninth in the AP poll. Mm. What's your leaning? 
I think he's a great coach. Um, he's got to be at least A for me. I don't think I'm ready quite Whoa. for C tier or uh, S tier. But turning Tulane around into what they became, I mean. But he hasn't even coached a game in this conference yet. So too early to tell? I kind of think so. I think that's fair too, though. Because I mean, but like, I'm, I'm not trying to say that all of that, all of that work doesn't count. Georgia Southern Tulane, but like, it does feel like kind of a wild card. And Houston's a team too that kind of up and down, really, over the last 10, 15 years. Um, they're of course making another step up to the Big Twelve. They joined it last year. Uh, ended up firing uh, Dana Holgerson. They might regret that. Um, I'm going to say that this is too early to tell. That's where I feel comfortable. Because I just don't know how that's going to translate. I mean, he's a good coach. I would live with him being an A or B tier, but I do understand too early to tell as well. I'll allow B tier. <clears throat> But I almost feel like that might not be giving him enough credit. That's true. Yeah, it's kind of a hard spot here. Too early to tell is just like, hey, look, his current resume is probably like A tier, but we haven't seen it at this level yet. Right. Like, I feel like he could really surprise at Houston or Houston could continue to be pretty bad under him this next year. And we still wouldn't know. Yes, it's true. It's a tough one. But I think the right thing to do and the fair thing to do is to put him in too early to tell. Jordan says he went to Georgia Southern when Fritz was there. He's definitely an A. He's definitely a very good coach. But I, we just... I don't know. I don't think it's fair yet. What's S tier? S stands for super or superior. So old... Where did it start again? Super Smash Bros. Yeah, okay. There we go. You were so disappointed in me when you said that. <laughs> I don't play Super Smash Bros. I'm not a Super Smash Bros. kind of guy. I like Super Smash Bros. Like, but I would always play with people who played so much more than me. They I know all these tricks and shit. Exactly, they just destroy me. Yeah, or someone plays as like Kirby and they just eat you all the time. And it's like, yeah. what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> I always liked. Was his name Captain Falcon? Yeah, that was my guy. Fox was a good one too. Falcon Pong. <laughs> I always played as Link when I played Falcon Kick. <laughs> All right, Link, uh, dude. Link was the one, or Link's Link, Link's. Link, Link, Link from was, Zelda. Link was the one with all the tricks. Yeah, he had a sword, he had a shield. Yeah, yeah that's my Crazy. guy. Do we want to hit a break before we rank Coach Prime here? Sure. We'll just, let's do it like old school. Uh, the news they would like tease, tease something big in the in the A block and just make you wait all the way until the last block of the news to get your payoff. Hey man, it's February. It's February thirteenth. What just happened? Four nil leads. Let's go leads. All right. Um, real quick word from Fubo TV. We are massive fans of Fubo TV here at DMVR. Football season is over. But they are the place to subscribe to if you want to be uh, catching all the sports going on. They've got the Nuggets and the Avs on altitude. They got the Pac-12 Network for all your Buffs basketball. And then you got to get ready for March Madness coming up. Fubo's got you covered there. You also got 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live from any device, and you get a thousand hours of cloud DVR. That's coming really handy. That's where all my Buffs games are recorded. 
from this last year. Uh, you can sign up now. <clears throat> you can scan that QR code or head on over to fubotv.com slash DMVR and get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Also, shout out to FOCO, another four-letter word that starts with an F that <laughs> doesn't upset anybody. Uh, FOCO <laughs> is your go-to for all of your memorabilia needs, bobbleheads, pennants. Um, if you want one of those signs that says, like, Buffs fans parking only, this is the place to go. Uh, and FOCO has everything and anything. Um, I am, by the way, just to re-put this on your radar, even though I've told you before, I will be in Mexico next week. Um, Thank you for reminding me. I see. Uh, I might bring that straw hat with the Buffs logo. Oh, you should. Um, so Come back they, with a Buffs poncho, too. Maybe Foco can get into that ooh, business. Let's go. They probably already have it. They probably do. Or rock the Buffs overalls. Maybe I'll rock those to the wedding <laughs> I'm going to in Mexico. There you go. Uh, any, anything that you can think of with your favorite team's logo on it, Foco has it. So go to foco.com and use the code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. All right. Dion Coach Prime Sanders. 4-8 and eight his first year, Colorado, of course. Was highly, highly successful at Jackson State after that first weird FCS COVID season where they played in the spring. Yep. Uh, Shador comes in and immediately elevates that team. They bring in a ton of talent. He's proved himself to be one of the best recruiters in the country. Um, and he's just Deion Sanders. This is so hard for me, Jake. And I still don't know what I'm going to say. Because the truth is, I, on my life, would not trade Deion Sanders for anyone on this list. 100%. I'm right there with you. So the whole rule that we've been using this whole time... For me personally, would have him in the S tier. Right. People will lose their absolute minds if we do that. I don't really know if I give a fuck. But they're <laughs> just going to say we're being a homer. But honestly, if I'm being dead serious, I would not trade Deion Sanders for either of those two coaches that are in the S tier. Right. Like, I'd consider Kyle Whittingham, I guess, just because he's 20 years of, like... I agree. I agree. Like, the, both of those guys are so in, so proven. Yeah. Um. But you have to wonder is like if you were going to make that trade, could those guys recreate the magic somewhere else? Or did they build such a brand around themselves and around their program and what they were doing that they, you know, that they uh, have been able to sustain? And that's why they haven't left. They stay there because it just works for them at Utah and Oklahoma State. Um, so to me, it's like I, I wouldn't make that trade. I wouldn't make the trade really for hardly anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, in college football, there's like a very, a very, very short list of who I would make that trade for. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you have to look at four and eight last year. It can't just be nothing. It can't not matter. We know that that's a four X improvement over year one. But, you know, a lot of these other guys we've graded um, for the success in what they did last year. Uh, and so it just creates for a very interesting conversation here. We're not going to put him in too early to tell. I'll tell you that. Uh, we'll rank him. Um, it is tough because of all what you just said and because he's a trailblazer in what he's doing. Like yep. He's literally changing the game. And he's done things very, very differently than all of these guys, every oh, yeah. single one of them. Um, 
You're B-tier? way off, Amir. Um, what'd you say? B tier? No. Look at the guys on that tier. I know. But and we have to put him somewhere for where he is right now. I'm sorry. Where are you putting him? If I'm if if I didn't put him in S tier, it would be it would be because I'm worried about what people would think about it or say about it. Right. But we're not worried about that. I'm we? not. And so I just have to give my take. He's S tier. Okay. And I think that will bear itself out. <clears throat> That's fair. Um Man. I think just looking at the body of work right now, B tier would be where he'd land. But then you just think about what we're about to witness this season and how he's done so much to change the game and do it differently. I feel like you got to at least bump him up to A tier because of that. I don't think I could put him in S tier right now. Just looking at the okay. other guys that are in there. I mean, these are those are two guys who have coached 20 years. Yep. And of multiple New Year's Six appearances, 10-win seasons, like, I just can't do that. It's fair. So you want to move him down to A? I'll put him in A tier. All right. At least put him on the far left of A. Yeah, Makes put him me first in A tier. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just be honest. Like, it's like um, CJ Stroud, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have seen what he did, and obviously CJ Stroud was very successful. He won Rookie of the Year, um, and then you look at like who's a veteran, proven quarterback um, in the NFL. Yep, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but I think those guys are better than Kirk Cousins, like Matt Stafford. Okay. And so, like to me, comparing Coach Prime to Kyle Whittingham and and Mike right. Gundy is comparing CJ Stroud to Matt Stafford. It's like, well, yeah, this guy's already won. He's got a Super Bowl. Yeah. So who do you want? I'm like, I'm, ta- I'm obviously taking CJ Stroud. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. So it's, it's too early and it's not really fair to compare him to those guys who have 20 years under their belt and have had the opportunity to do all that stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm going off of what I'm looking at and there I, I, I'm, very convicted and I feel very strongly about the fact that coach prime will be viewed as the best coach in college football. Definitely. Before he's done. Absolutely. No, like we, I don't think we've seen his best work yet. Not even close. So it's exactly what you were saying about the Stroud Stafford thing. Like there's a little bit of projecting here, but it's because that's all we have to go. Like he's got, he's coached three or four seasons. Three and a half, I guess. So there's just there's just not as much of a resume as so many of these guys. Yeah. No, I think the A tier is fine. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm projecting and I'm going off of um what I think is going to happen. But I think A is fair. And I think anyone who disagree, just let's go through the A tier. Maybe some people would. Um, but would you trade Coach Prime for any of those people in A tier? Absolutely not. No chance. Absolutely we'll, we'll, not. Go, go through the names. <clears throat> Jesus. Someone's going the wrong way and the one way behind oh. us. Oh, that is what they're doing. <laughs> um, can you pull up the list real quick again, Alyssa? Yeah. <clears throat> so we've got Coach Prime, uh, Sonny Dykes, Lance Leopold, Gus Malzahn, and 
Chris Kleiman. There's no way. There's no way, unless you're just a hater, that you would trade Coach Prime for any of those guys. Absolutely not. No. I'll hear your case on the other two. I wouldn't, which is why I had him there. Right, right. But I, I, I totally understand someone who does. You no. know, like, again, you're going with proven over possible. Proven over potential. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. We'll see uh, how upset people get with this on the internet. I don't care. I don't really care either. <laughs> I literally put him in A tier. What do you mean put him in? We, we I, I, I can't even. No, we set up for A. No, I'm not, I'm not looking at them. All right. Uh, a few little notes and things before we get out of here today. The NFL uh, officially announced the NFL combine list for this season. Um, it's happening here in a few weeks. Only one Colorado Buffalo made the list, and that was Xavier Weaver. Yeah, bummer, uh, especially for a guy like Jordan Dominic, who I thought had a really good chance. I mean, a guy who had eight sacks in the SEC. I feel like that guy should be yeah, yeah at the combine, uh, but it is what it is. Uh, we'll obviously wish the best for Zay, and I think it's a great opportunity for him to show out. Like just being honest, like older guys like that, I don't think get too many combine invites. Um, that's what JD and Taj are. Like they've played a lot of college football. Um, they've had some great years, but NFL is a young man's game. And when you're 23, 24 entering the combine, they just kind of look down on those guys. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, next year, though. How many buffs do you think make the combine? Wow. I'd have to look at, I mean, we don't even know who, what the eligibility looks like, but obviously Shador, Travis, Shiloh. Jimmy, um, possibly. Jimmy has a great chance. Uh, LeJonte um, Wester, Will Shepard. Cam. Cam. Shane Cox. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, did you mention Will Shepard? Yep. Yeah, there, there's a lot. These Grad transfer offensive line, Justin Mayers. Like, yep. I'm not saying that we're going to be Michigan, Alabama with 18 people at the combine, but eight ish. I, I think could so. definitely see. I think so, for sure. Um, last thing I've got, or actually, we've got two more things. Uh, we did get a, I'm assuming, a preferred walk on commitment from Angel Lopez. Uh, this came through yesterday. Another Florida kid. Um, I didn't really find a 247 page on him. He says he's from Gadsden County High School, uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Defensive back, 6'1", 165. Obviously a 24 kid. Uh, after signing day, that's why I'm thinking preferred walk-on. Okay. That sounds about right. It's kind of that time of year. We're seeing preferred walk-on offers go out. We're seeing these kind of... Um, I guess under the radar ish commitments that happen. So does they have an agent? I do not know. I'm sure pretty much everyone does at this stage yeah. in the process. Um, and then I thought it'd be cool to bring this up, but uh, they're not in the conference anymore, but UCLA hired a head coach and they hired Deshaun Foster, um, a name that maybe not everyone knows, but, he was a very good NFL player at a point in time. He was a part of the Panthers Super Bowl team. 
in 2004. Uh, went right into coaching after he stopped playing, or a few years after he stopped playing. Been at UCLA for a lot of it. Uh, had a one-year stint at Texas Tech as their running back coach, but was at UCLA since 2017 as their running backs coach. He's promoted from within. And if you didn't see the video, just a great scene when they announced the hiring. It's awesome, and I think that uh, this is this is great. I think this is just the, the right move for UCLA. Yeah. Um, and I think more teams should look internally when they're making a hire like this after getting someone pulled from them. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to go and find someone else and find someone new and you know essentially swing for the fences and hit a home run off of someone who's been coaching somewhere else. But like sometimes you got to look internally and say, what do we have? And especially in this new age where player the portal opens and you could lose your whole team, like trust your team uh, and and what they and the players and the people that they believe in. Because guess what? If the guys who are in that room now, the 150 or whatever guys that are in that room now, believe in that coach, yeah. there's a reason. Yep. And uh, and there's going to be more people if that follow them that believe in that coach. So I I really hope it works out for Deshaun Foster. Obviously, UCLA is not in the, our conference anymore. Else, I would be rooting for him to fail. Um, but I'm rooting for him to succeed, and I hope that it starts to give more opportunities for these position coaches who a lot of times just get stuck in these position coach roles forever. Yeah. Even though, like, in moments like this, the players are saying, hey, we really like this guy. Give him a shot. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, just another black head coach that gets an opportunity. Yep. Something that we need more of at, through all levels. But on a, we ask these guys so much through college and high school or college and the pros as players, like – it's only fair that they get these opportunities, so it's just cool to see this. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know, like the NFL has not been good with this, um, but I think the change can start in college. Yep, just give them opportunities. I mean, we give random guys who have been coaching for forever uh, in college football opportunities all the time. Like this guy has been there, done that, was playing for the university. Like, I love it. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I mean, you had Jeff Saturday get an interim coaching job straight out of ESPN. Like, yep. you're right. There needs to be more opportunities for, for people like this who are actually grinding and working in the business. Mm-hmm. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right. That's all we got for today. Let's get to questions. By the way, that jacket that he was wearing, oh, black he, UCLA starter jacket, went crazy. My guy was dripping, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, Connor, we talked women's basketball yet. We have not talked women's basketball yet. Of course, Connor's bringing it up because Oregon State beat them. Yeah. Good for them. They're yeah. good. Good for you, Connor. <laughs> uh, Michael. What do you guys think about the new freshman DB from Florida? That was Angel. Um, I haven't checked out the huddle yet, but uh, we'll see. Yep. More Florida guys. Can't get enough of them. Yeah. Stack up the Florida boys. Carl says, uh, RK and Jake, something funny from Super Bowl week. <laughs> you can say it. I'm not saying it. It looks like Jackie Poo to me. <laughs> um, something funny from Super Bowl week. Oh, I got one. We'll go. You got something? I was just going to throw out your dinner story again, but I don't want you to share that. No. <laughs> Did you see uh, someone tweeted at me and they're like, just um, told the uh, the thing that the the girl that you tell to remind you things. I don't want to say it and trigger everyone's devices at home. Um, yeah. To remind me to buy RK four drinks in Tucson and get him to tell the steakhouse story. Yep. So smart man. Um, I've got a story that I can tell. Okay. That we forgot to tell on the show uh, the next day. I can't remember if you were in the car. The whole trip was a blur to me. I don't think you were. Um. I'm driving us home from dinner. Oh, no, I was not. I was in the other car. We've got this like big van. And so I'm driving us home from dinner. And all of a sudden, dude, there's (laughs) police lights in the rear view. And I (laughs) swear to God, the cops voices inside the car. I don't know how they did this or like how good their little like megaphone thing is. But it feels like he's like talking directly into my ear he's like turn your lights on i'm like oh shit i'm driving a rental like flipping all the fucking levers and everything on the side of the wheel (laughs) nothing's happening he's like turn your lights on i'm like shit like literally like starting to panic at this point i'm like just natural we're going like 60 i'm just like naturally slowing slowing down to like Uh figure this out he's like don't slow down on the freeway i'm like oh shit like trying to fucking keep it together Flipping everything, doing every like I literally have pressed every lever in this car as far as I'm concerned, and I like don't know what to do. I'm like, uh, like I'm panicking. Like I, I'm talking to everyone in the car. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I turned every knob, flipped everything, and like finally, after what felt like an hour, it was probably like two minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was in the back of the car. And it's like check on like on the kind of like i don't even know what you call it like the side of the wheel the dash not one of the flippers yeah but like down here and uh-huh. finally i find it and flip it on and like i thought i was gonna get pulled over once i finally got the lights on yeah just sped off the craziest part though is like i was convinced that they like hacked our speakers like that's <laughs> yeah. how clear it was uh that was wild <clears throat> do you uh, do we share the story about the girl um at the sports book the server when she's oh <laughs> yes dude yes okay so tell it tell it uh we got like a circa hooked it up with like a private table at the sports book for the nuggets lakers game shout out circa we love them and we sit down we got this like nice booth right in the middle and our waitress comes over and jake's rocking buffs gear and she's like oh hell yeah i went to colorado too and i'm like sco buff she's like yeah, like even her reaction to that was like a little weird. <laughs> yeah. 
And so, like, she takes our drink orders, whatever, and she starts to walk away. And I'm, like, and this was the day that we had interviewed Coach Prime. So I was like, oh, like, before you go, check this out. And I show her my phone, and it's a picture of Coach Prime with his arms around me and Jake. And I shit you not, she says, oh, didn't he just sign to be the coach of the Raiders? <laughs> and oh I was like, God. no, no, I don't think so. And she's like, nope, nope, I'm pretty sure he did. And then just like walks away. And we're just like, what just happened? We're all like putting our heads down and she just like takes she off right after off. that. Yeah, like, the, the vibes were really never the yeah. same after that uh, in terms yeah. of our relationship with that, uh, with that waitress. Yeah, she tried to poison our drinks. Probably. Oh, yeah. Those were the ones that were flat. Yes. But they did take care of it, as always, at Circa. Uh, but that was that was funny. Um, I think that's about all I can think of that was, like, highlightable, I guess. Yeah. there's a probably, great trip, though. There's probably some other good ones. Yeah. Did you come outside when those kids were performing on Fremont oh, yeah. that last on, night on, uh, after White Fremont, Castle? Yep. That was so cool. I'll have to show you the video. Yeah. This kid's family was, like, playing the drums to the beat of, like, music. It was so cool. Oh, and I thought you were with the girls. The, the little, little girls. girl rappers were yeah. so good, too. It was incredible. Yeah, Fremont was popping. Someone said the people in the background in Vegas was wild, and they knew you were live. What was happening behind us? I don't know. It sounds crazy. There was a... Uh, how do I put this? Someone's ass was hanging out behind this, the, oh, yeah. one of the sets. Forgot about that. Yep. I'm glad we didn't have to deal with that one. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> We're literally like, have a producer being like, scoot over. <laughs> Just a little bit. Scoot over like two inches. <laughs> what else do we got? Adrian with the super chat. Thank you, man. Uh, just keeping y'all updated, the NCAA slash UT Vols went to court today because UT filed an injunction from everything. I'm hearing Vols have a 70% chance of winning, which means NCAA will have no say in NIL deals or how they are made. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, the college football playoff, like, inked a deal with ESPN that's dependent on a lot of stuff. Um, we didn't mention this, but, like, the Pac-12's bowl tie-ins still apply to, like, all these teams who have left the conference and have gone to a new one this year. It's it's in disarray right now. A lot of shit. There's too many big words in there for me. <laughs> Appreciate the super chat, though, Adrian. Artemis, what's the criteria to get invited to the Combine? Um, that's a good question. There's just, like, scouts who decide, essentially, who they believe are the players who will be most interesting to the teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, our opinion on the five and a half win expected win total this season. Over. Easy over. Easy over. I do think it's funny how they've kind of shifted the odds compared to last year. Like you were getting plus money on the over and now it's like minus 140 on the over. Really? Yeah. Man, I wish I could get an alternate at like seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, Eric, so Shiloh won't make the combine because of his age to your logic? No, I, that's not what I mean. I mean, Shiloh is obviously one of the better defenders in the Pac-12. Like, if you are one of the better players in your conference yeah. routinely, yeah. and he was that in the SWAC also, like, that's worthy of an invite. I mean, Taj went through injuries. JD was at three schools. Like, there's – it's just it's just how it goes, man. 
Uh, Big Teasy with the super sticker. Do you want to read this one? Pear character lying on the side, raising his arm while saying, how's it going? How's it going, man? How's it going, Pear? <laughs> Thanks, Big Teasy. Artemis, what do you think the new defense will look like? A 3-3-5, three, three, a 4-3, three, or a bear? Um, Probably do a film room. Look into some Cincinnati concepts. He wasn't a DC there, though. So I know, I but that's his whole... That's true. Professional upbringing has been under Luana Rumo. Yeah, no, that's that's the plan. Uh, sometime this week is to dig in on him, uh, Coach Livingston, and uh, put something up. But I don't know. I mean, just judging from what we've heard so far, it does sound like, and we've said this before on the show, that all the defensive linemen, defensive ends, and tackles are going to be in the same room this year. So I, I imagine we stick with a four-man front. What a weird way of phrasing this from John Wilner. Some breaking news from our old friends in the Pac-12. Source, the Pac-12 has formally begun the process of separating from Commissioner George Klyovkov. <laughs> what kind of... That is the most divorce-ass statement I've ever heard. Oh, formally man. begun the process of separating? There, is there even a conference to separate from? Gather around, kids. Me and your mother have formally <laughs> begun the process of separating. Like, what the fuck? They're trying to fire him. Yep. What did we... He's been a dead man walking for over a year. How long was he even there? Three years? He replaced Larry Scott, right? Yeah. Um, Felt like it was pretty quick. I'm pulling it up. Since 2021. Okay, so two years. Yep. Two full years. Sean says Lou runs 425. Obviously, everything's situational, but. That's kind of what we ran last year. My too. preferred style of defense. Yep. I mean, look, just that we can kind of examine this team right now. The secondary is still one of the strong points. Oh, yeah. The safety is included, so. Having more DBs out there, more speed out there. I mean, the Big 12's kind of wide open now, too. It's a spread conference. You want speed on the field. Absolutely. So That's right. it. Good show today. Um, we'll see how many people we pissed off here in a few hours. Sounds good to me. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, guys. Go Buffs. 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 Go